Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning. It's Wednesday, October 5th. And I'm doing the podcast first, YouTube live in about a half hour. Uh, I do have tons of things to talk about, but um, what just happened, OPEC cut uh, production by 2 million barrels a day. Uh, There is some concern that this will damage specifically the world economy um, kind of going forward because uh, you're messing with Europe. You're going to have Russian or I'm sorry, yeah, Russian um, sanctions December 5th on their oil. It's going to be quite a, it's not good, but it's good for energy. If you have Devon, if you have Oxy, if you have uh, Pioneer Resources, um, any of those energy stocks probably will increase their earnings because oil going up will uh, increase that. But uh, it does... um, it does, I mean, it, 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 what's good for energy stocks may not be good for the world. Let's just put it that way. But that was the big one. Um, the other big one is uh, Elon agrees to buy Twitter for $54.20. Uh, full disclosure, I held Twitter, and I think I talked about it, that I bought more at 30-something um, a while back, and I held some that were long-term that I should have sold out at 60 or 70, um, but I had bought at 40 or 50, um, and I sold yesterday for $52. So I made a, a pretty pretty sizable profit. Um, the, the deal is, and I put this out on Twitter and Instagram last night, is if the deal is $54.20 um, and the stock is currently trading at $50, it's at $50.87 right now, it has come down. Um, I sold out last night at $52. After hours, um, it was trading around 51. I just put in, I said, you know what, I'm going to sell at 52. And the reason I sold at 52 is there is talk that there's some private debt that Twitter has to, essentially what Musk will do is pay 5422 Twitter um, and shareholders will be divested out. But there is some debt with the company that needs to be paid off um, for that. So you might not get 5420. Um, you know, what's what's his plans for Twitter? Uh, well, they've talked about, um, you know, in China, they have these things called super apps. And one of the biggest super apps in the world is what's called WeChat. And what you do in WeChat is you have payments, you have, um, uh, you know, think of Amazon, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, Uber, uh, DoorDash, all of that rolled into one app where you don't necessarily open up your phone and go to different apps. You just open up your phone, go to WeChat, and you want to ride. Um, and along the ride, you want to pick up a, 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 you know, a sandwich. Well, that you can do in, in WeChat. And Elon last night put out that it accelerates the development of X. 
Um, I think if, if I remember correctly, X is the app that he had prior to PayPal. Um, developing PayPal, uh, he developed this app that for payments, blah, blah, blah. And I believe it was X. So my belief is that that's exactly what he was talking about is X. Um, so he'll probably work on getting um, getting X up and running um, is an accelerant to creating X, the everything. Um, he, he thinks it accelerates three to five years. So if he's going to do that, it's probably a, a, a good thing that he bought Twitter. 5420 may not seem like that big of a deal to him because um, he'll be able to accelerate that app. So let's talk about the, the, the market overall. Uh, the market overall will probably be down today. Um, most likely it's about down 1% or so, um, about 1.5%. But remember, we're, we were up, um, what, 4 or 5%. Um, I'm going to, uh, Dominic Chu on CNBC put out um, big cap uh, markets. I retweeted this um, uh, that have been up in the past two days. ConocoPhillips, by the way, the, the first three, just so you know, are um, energy names that I've been touting for quite a while. ConocoPhillips up 12%, 12.98%, 13% in the last two days. Chevron Corporation up 9.72% in the last three days. Exxon up 9.12 uh, in the last two days. Uh, NVIDIA uh, up 8.47% in the last three days. Qualcomm uh, up 8.31 in the last three days. Uh, four of the top five I've been touting for quite a while, um, specifically in the last two days that you probably should have gotten in. Um, the, the next is Salesforce. I haven't talked about Salesforce so much. And, and the reason I haven't talked about Salesforce that much, it has been beaten down. But if you look at Salesforce and Finviz, uh, Salesforce uh, symbol is CRM. Their PE is 291. That's just too expensive. Now, they're down 38% year to date. So they're uh, kind of right on par with the NASDAQ. Um, they're going to grow into that growth. It's a software company. This isn't a company where it's going to zero, um, but it's just, it's still too expensive. So am I buying more into it? I, I think I have a $5,000 position in it. Let me just check. Um, since I'm not sharing my screen today, I can do that. Uh, yeah, I have a, it looks like a $7,000, $7,000 share, uh, position, which is currently worth $5,000. So I'm down on it, but Am I adding to it? Not right now. I might, but again, that 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 kind of uh, dollar amount just kind of ekes me out with the uh, with that. Uh, as long as we're talking about Twitter and we're talking about things that go up, one that I wanted to look at was Activision Blizzard. If you guys remember, um, Activision Blizzard is being purchased by Microsoft. And this deal is scheduled to go through in, um, I believe it's December is where it's expected. Now, uh, you are in Activision Blizzard in the algorithm. The algorithm has a buy at 75.36. Right now, you're trading at ATVI is the symbol. Let's put it into Active Trader Pro so I can see it. I have not purchased this one. Um, I think Warren Buffett started buying this one around um, $70, $65, $70. Uh, 
anticipating the purchase price is 95. So if you think it's going to go through, then $95 is the price. There's you know probably some calculation in this one that just like Twitter brings it down a couple of bucks. Uh, but the the assumption is that it's ninety five dollars, um, and, and that deal has been written. There is not no due diligence. There is uh, regulatory approval that they're looking at. Um, but the assumption is that this will get done in December. Um, <clears throat> the fifty two week high is from January of this year, and that January is the high of the market. January eighteenth, eighty six ninety. Um, 52 week low is 56.40, which was December of last year. So $75 right now, 74.95 is kind of where it's trading. It closed at 75. Um, I, you know, I'm thinking about putting more money into this one since we, we kind of won on Twitter. Maybe I throw some money at this one too. And, And it has been going down. Uh, again, during the peak of August, it was selling more in the $80 range. So at the very least, maybe you get 10% out of this one from a 75 to an 82 on a run that we may be going on uh, with the Fed kind of quote unquote untightening um, and, and slowing things down. So I, I wanted to look that one up. Um, the financials yesterday, by the way, we looked at uh, JP Morgan, Morgan Stanley, um, everything was up. JP Morgan was up 5% yesterday. Crazy, crazy. <clears throat> um, I had a listener and I want to go over this one. Rumble. Alex from Instagram said, Hey, what do you think about rumble? And I didn't do much research into it, but R M, um, R U M is rumble. And I hope he's talking about rumble and not rumble on, but R U M is rumble. Um, I think this is a meme stock or a uh, retail favorite because I, I, you know, again, they're not making money. This is one that seems to have in September just kind of gone crazy. Um, and if you look at uh, uh, hardcore followers, oh, is this, this is, oh, um, this is the conservative media. So this is the Trump back stock um, have helped stocks like Rumble and Blank Check Firm, the pair are respectively one of the best performers of the year that merged with a special purpose. Rumble, the video sharing platform that says it's designed to be immune to cancel culture. Um, so it's one of those conservative things. It's uh, Rumble operates video sharing platform. The company operates Rumble.com, a platform that enables video creators to host, live stream, manage. Yes. This is what Russell Brand was talking about on um, YouTube. He played, he got his his YouTube uh, channel got dinged and they got demonetized um, for his claims on the vaccine. And so he went on a little rampage, and I think it was just a few days ago, um, about how uh, he's getting canceled. And then MSNBC and uh, Rachel Maddow had posted the exact thing that he said um, on one of theirs. And uh, YouTube did not demonetize, um, did not take down, and did not cancel. So Russell Brand was saying, hey, I'm going to go on Rumble. And my belief is looking at the stock chart, that's probably close to at, at the time. You can see if you go on, and, and you don't need special software, you don't need TrendSpider, you don't need anything. 
go on to Finviz and type in RUM and you can see this chart. Um, in January of last year, Rumble kind of went went way up $18. They're not making money. Mind you, this is not a company that's making money. Um, so I want you to be really, really careful with this one because you could get burned easily from $13 down to zero. This is a company that is not making money, um, does not post any kind of earnings per se. Um, the volatility is huge. Year to date, it's up 24%. It is 38% above its 52-week low. Uh, it is 27% below its 52-week high of $18. Now, what do I think of Rumble? Eh. I think it's got an opportunity, but if you if you understand how video sharing works and the capital costs that are involved with video sharing um, and the money that YouTube spends um, allowing people to share videos and things, that's where I kind of come into, okay, will Rumble be able to make it? Will they be able to um, scale to that effect to actually, they don't need to overtake YouTube, but can they make enough scale and have enough of an audience to drive advertisers because that's essentially what it is, I, I believe, is an advertising-led um, thing. Now, it's ironic you asked me about this, um, uh, Alex, just because uh, yesterday uh, the MACD crossed up at 1349. It seems to have, you know, the, the I'll tell you, the algorithm makes you 27%. Buying and holding on this one uh, over a thousand candles, this over you know 500 trading days, it makes you 19%. Your average win is only 5% on Rumble. So it's not a huge volatile where you're going to make a ton of money. There are some big, big gains in this one, but it, it again, I think there's better places for your money. They're not making money. Um, could you see this one grow into something that's purchased by a larger company like say Twitter, uh, maybe Twitter buys rumble, you know, maybe, uh, Elon says, you know, we need a video sharing platform. Let's go and buy rumble. Um, maybe he says something like that. I don't know, but I think there's better places for you to put your money. Um, if you're going to buy it, uh, I think it's trading at 1260 today. So the algorithm's probably going to wind up getting you a loss. And the only reason I say that is because when I look at the volume, the volume is just trailing off. And this is a hype play. This is 100% a hype play. Without volume, you can't make money on this one. It's not going to trade up. Um, let me see where the short position is. Um, let me see if Fidelity has this one. I'll look on Active Trader Pro. Um, yeah, it's not even shorted. Nobody even cares about it. It's 0.42% short position. So nobody cares about it. It's at 12.64. Now you've got 3 million, um, 10 day volume. Um, you've got 1.8 in 90 day volume. So a hundred percent this ran up based on just 100% based on hype. Do I, I, I think that it's going to continue. Nah, yeah. Look at the, the Finviz chart. That's a daily chart on Finviz of Rumble. Uh, you'll see. It just gets that hype, just like in February. And then it just dies down. And you're back down to $10, which is the SPAC price. So, uh, Alex, thanks for the question. I don't think that it's a good buy, though. Um, a, an interesting one that I will bring up 
uh, is um, Berkshire Hathaway, um, Berkshire A and Berkshire B. Berkshire B is probably what you're going to want to buy because Berkshire A is that um, famous Warren Buffett one. You can buy fractional shares, but it's $419,000 per share. So <clears throat> you're not even going to get like 0.1% on most of your purchases. So Berkshire B is what you want to buy. It's kind of the same thing. There's no real benefit. It's just, eh, uh, the stock price is $277. Now, the uh, algorithm has you in at 269, and that was on uh, September 29th. What's interesting, and the reason why I bring this up, is they're continuing to buy Apple, they're continuing to buy Oxy, they're continuing to buy Bank of America. Um, they are buying quality companies that you could be buying on your own. But it's like an ETF, and they pay you dividends, they pay you good, um, you know, again, they, they're slow and steady. And when you look at a five-year um, comparison of Berkshire versus the ARK funds, for instance, um, Berkshire's kind of beating them. So I, I looked at that, and then I noticed Abel Gregory. He is the man who is in line to probably take over for, uh, for Warren Buffett when Warren Buffett decides to step away, and Abel Gregory is probably today doing a large amount of the decisions. Um He's the chairman and CEO of the Berkshire board. Uh, he has been buying like crazy Berkshire A and Berkshire B. These aren't awards. These aren't given to him. These are actual purchases by him. He has bought uh, between 70 and $100 million worth of both of these. And, and probably the reason there was some, some articles that I read. As Apple dips down to the 140s, uh, the purchase price of Berkshire, um, the Berkshire share uh, of Apple, the the equivalent would be that Apple was trading at one one forties. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, when it was trading in the one fifties, the the equivalent price of a Berkshire share would be like buying Apple at one forty, um, just because Apple is that large of a a, a holding of Berkshire. <clears throat> So it's an interesting play. He's buying it. And my belief is that, you know, again, insider buys don't always indicate, hey, this is a great buy. And $100 million to a guy like that is probably like you and me, maybe putting in five, 10 grand. Uh, and if you work for the company and you understand that the company is moving in a good direction, yeah, I'm, I'm going to put five, 10 grand in there. So it, it was an interesting play. I noticed it. I said, hey, let's look at it. Um, another one that I wanted to look at is CLF. I've brought this one up before. Um, CLF is Cleveland Cliffs. Their earnings are coming up. You're in at 13, let me look real quick, 1374. Uh, and let's see where it's trading today. Uh, 1374, it is down 1%, 1.8% today. It's at 1519. And you can see the slide in the pre-market. It just slid down. Um, do I think you get out of this one? I don't see a button hook created here. Um, I see the start of a little downturn, but I don't see a button hook yet. I wouldn't get out. I would probably wait for the MACD. But the problem is, remember, we had two incredible days, and those incredible days produced incredible RSI jumps, and the RSI jumped up to 60. 60 is in the range of, hey, it's starting to get overbought, 
So I think we're going to see a pullback specifically in that one. I wanted to bring that up just because, um, you know, I do watch that one a lot. And, and I do think that there's a uh, opportunity there uh, on the pullback, but I wouldn't buy it right now. Another one that I noticed yesterday, TOPS, which is a shipping company. Um, let's see. Let's type them into Finviz and uh, TOPS. I don't want TOP. I want TOPS. TOP is a financial group. TOPS, uh, Tops Industrial, um, Top Ships, owns and operates tanker vessels worldwide. The company's medium-range tanker vessels transport crude oil, petroleum products, and bulk liquid chemicals. So uh, they're a shipper. Now, their forward PE is 15. Year-to-date, they are down 67%. Um, they announced a 412% increase in net income. This one has been going nuts. The algorithm had you buy on September 29th at $2.81. I don't know anybody who would have bought this one at $2.81. Today, it's at $6.13, almost three times your money. That's what's crazy, T-O-P-S. Um, it does have a bit of a red candle today. It's probably going to pull back. The RSI is at 74. I bring this up. Not to say, hey, buy it now, but keep an eye on it. Um, if they're transporting oil, it might make sense. Hey, let's look at, uh, you know, uh, does does this one get back to the 8 to $12 range? It very well could. If they have that kind of income jump, it very well could go up by that much. So I wanted to keep an eye on that one and I wanted to bring it up. Um, LNG, as long as we're in shipping and kind of quote unquote energy, Chenier Energy, it was brought up again a lot by traders um, with the, uh, the the OPEC cutting back by 2 million barrels a day um, with Dutch, <clears throat> the Dutch uh, natural gas price went up by like 12% overnight. Um, you're seeing rig is probably one that again benefits from that one. You've got earnings coming up on November 3rd. I, they already announced a special dividend the, uh, which has been paid. Um, that one's passed. Uh, they'll probably announce something crazy again. This one's making money. Again, remember, Chenier Energy has ports in Louisiana, and they have one of the only ports, and I think they have a, a port up north as well uh, on the Atlantic. But what they can do is they can export the liquid natural gas to one of their ships, and they basically take 6 7 $8 natural gas over here, uh, and they move it over to Europe and they sell it for 90, 400, 60, whatever it is. Uh, it's a significant profit. And they're one of the only companies that can do that. Now, the problem is, does the, uh, you know, with that amount, does the U.S. get into a shortage of natural gas? Probably not. We have plenty of natural gas. We have plenty to export. Um, the real issue is we can't export enough to Europe to actually support them. So if the sanctions on December 5th actually go through for Russian oil, we may get screwed um, in that, hey, it makes sense for companies to actually export it. Um, and then the Biden administration or some administration or Congress may say to Chenier, you know what? We're not going to allow you to do that. So it's a national security interest. They could do that. Then you'd see the price of Chenier actually just crash. Um Credit Suisse, I was talking about financials, 
this is one that I said, hey, if you really want to, you know, you really kind of risk tolerant, you could buy it in the threes. I think it was like, uh, yeah, at like three dollars and eighty cents, three dollars and sixty cents. Um, it went all the way up to, let's see, um, I'm gonna put up CS and Active Trader Pro. Um, it's trading at four dollars and twenty three cents right now. It went up to four dollars and twenty nine cents. Yesterday it went all the way up to four dollars and fifty cents. So you had your ten percent um, quite quite literally on the day that I said, "Hey, if you're risk tolerant, uh, I wanted to bring it up because yesterday um, the MACD did cross up, and I said, "Hey, it's really close to crossing up. It crossed at four sixteen, um, and so today I would say if you get four sixteen on this one, today's range is four twenty to four twenty nine." Um, it's trading at 420 right now. I think you could get 416 because I think we're going to continue to move a little bit downward here, um, giving back a little bit of what we had yesterday. So I like that one. Um, you know, again, if you watch Zip Trader Charlie's uh, video last night, you're taking your money out of the bank. Um, you're stashing it in a mattress. You're you're paying cash for everything. Blah blah blah. Um, he really had a fear-mongering uh, video last night, and Credit Suisse was part of it. Um, I tend to believe that it's not as as dire as he puts it. Um, Michael Burry, I think, is is significantly smarter than most people when it comes to banking and understanding um, derivatives and things of that sort. Uh, he has not sounded the alarm. He said he's starting to get a little bullish. If Credit Suisse was about to crash, I think he'd have enough information with his contacts and um, people leaking information that he'd say something. So I take the, uh, Charlie, Zip Trader Charlie, at a little bit of a distance, and I'm in the Michael Burry camp where I'd like to get a little greedy. Um, one that, that interests me, you guys know, uh, I'm a Simon Property Group guy because of the dividend. Um, and the, the, the fundamentals of it, there's another one, Tanger Outlets. With the, um, the holidays coming up, I think Tanger Outlets might actually see a good run on this one. Now, uh, it did cross up at 1402 and you're at 1477. So you've had a good, a good amount of run, about a 5% run since the, the actual cross up. Um, I didn't do a lot of research. I just saw that it crossed up. I traded this one a, a while ago, so it's on my list of two buys every time I get a cross up. The problem is for the past couple of months, it just hasn't been a good um, a good one to buy, and it trades under twenty. So it, it you know when it was at the eighteen mark, I didn't really want to you know trade it because eh, there's better places that could run a significant amount more. But SKT is the symbol. If you're in an area, I'm in New Jersey, we have Simon Outlets, um, but in uh, Georgia, I have Tanger Outlets. They're packed. Can't get, you know, there's lines to get in there parking-wise uh, on the weekends. So it's crazy. It's nuts. Um, but I like that one. Um, let's bring up uh, Larry Williams, who's a, a great tra a chartist. His website is IReallyTrade.com. Um, his thesis and, and Kramer went over this last night and I'm not, you guys know, I'm not a big Kramer fan. I, I think, uh, for this year, the inverse Kramer works better and this one may kind of be true as well. So be a little careful, but do your research, go on to I and you can see some of his charts, some of his observations. 
Um, he believes that the charts are giving him a a mid-October kind of pullback, and, and that's kind of where we're at now, is we've had a good couple of strong days. This week probably ends up, but you may get a pullback um, next week. And he, again, this is just mathematics, and his, it's historical mathematics, so it doesn't cat factor in catalysts. Like say there's nuclear war or something like that, or you know uh, Russia retaliates against somebody. Well, then you've got a, a you know obviously you've got a catalyst on the way down that Larry the charts and historical charts can't tell. Um, but from a chartist standpoint, he said if you have continue the way we're going and that the Fed does kind of ease, he believes that the charts indicate a strong run through Election Day. And remember, we're, we're less than a month away from Election Day, so he believes it's 10 to 20% rally into that, that Election Day. Um, so I, I kind of like to believe him. Uh, one that I wanted to look at as well that I've been touting kind of recently is Mara. Um, Mara had a cross-up on September 28th. We talked about it at $10.70. You're $12.20. Easy 20%. Easy. Easy peasy peasy, but you're at 1220. Let me see. I think it's down today. Um, you had the algorithm has you in. I don't see a button hook. Um, it hasn't lost. It, it has no answer. Yeah, $12 right now. $12.21. It traded all the way down to 1204. Um, it's got no confirmation right now. So at the nine, 948 mark, I would not buy it. But once it gets confirmation, I think Mary is one that could probably easily go to 15. Um, that is, if we start running, uh, Mara runs with all of the, the other cryptos. Um, so I like Mara. Now to our scans. There are several scans that came up. Um, nothing of super quality, I will say. But I will give you a, a good one. NEO. NEO crossed up at 1672. It's trading at 1630. Um, NEO crossed up... Probably just because the Chinese uh, government is, you know, the, the loosening up. It 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 is one that. Let me see if they're making money. This is a China stock, so I don't even think it matters if they're making money. They're not making money. Um, shortable interest, yes. They were down forty seven percent. They're forty one percent above their fifty two week low of eleven dollars. They're sixty two percent below their fifty two week high of forty four dollars. Um, it's just one that I, I keep an eye on. So I, I think you could, uh, actually make some money on it. Another one that I like is Sedge S E D G. Um, this is solar edge. This is a solar energy company. It crossed up here at 248, 246.35. You're trading at 235. Um, it's been beaten down. I think this one could actually, with the, the increase in oil, I think solar stocks probably would start taking off. Any energy stocks would probably start moving. Um, this is one that the algorithm makes you, loses you 4%, but buying and holding loses you 16%. Your average win on this is 11.4%, uh, so it's above that 10% mark that I typically look at. Your wins are 38%, so almost 40%. So to get 10%, you're kind of chancing it on that one. Your most recent trade on this one, you bought in at September 7th 
and you got out with a 5% gain at 311 on September 21st. But easily, if you got out before that button hook and you looked at this thing and you got out, obviously you would get out. You can see the button hook on the bottom coming up to that 246. So I think if you can get this at 230 level, um, anywhere between 220 and 230, I think you buy into that one. That's why I liked it. Uh, Skyworks Solution, SWKS, they are a iPhone provider. Um, let me just look at what they actually provide uh, the iPhone with. Um, uh, Skyworks, uh, SWKS, why was I mistyping that one? They are, they have a PE of 11, a forward PE of 7. Uh, we go down FinBiz, together with the subsidiaries, designs, developments, manufactures, markets, proprietary semiconductor products, including intellectual property in the United States, China, South Korea, Taiwan, Europe, et cetera, et cetera. So they're a semiconductor company, and they do have a significant amount of semiconductors in the iPhone. You can see this one has just been destroyed this year. Um, it is down 40% year-to-date. They are only 7% above their 52-week high. At this point, I, I kind of see a double bottom, uh, triple bottom if you want to be. It, it broke that double bottom cycle, but it's got this ascending triangle. Now, mind you, this is a negative moving stock, so it, it has the potential of moving down forward again. The uh, algorithm has you buying in at 92.16. You're trading below that at 91.17 right now. Um, so I thought it was a good one. I like it. Um, and it's probably, you know, the algorithm loses you 41%. Buying and holding loses you 39%. Your average win is only 5%. But I do like this because it goes with the, the iPhone. Now, would I take this one over Apple? Hell no, I wouldn't. I'd just buy Apple. Honestly, on a weekday like today, just buy Apple. I can see my energy plays are up, um, but Apple is down, so I would buy Apple. Uh, a couple of, if we are going into a recession, uh, energy um, uh, typically takes a hit, but utilities um, is one that usually does well. And Duke Energy, which is a utility, D-U-K is the symbol. We had a cross up at 97.14, and if you look at this chart, this chart is a great chart to look at um, on a four hour, on a daily, anything that you want. Because when you get to this portion at about 97, 98 right here, it typically runs back up to 110. So 97.14 is the, is the buy-in here. Uh, 95.08 is the, uh, the, where it's trading right now so you can get an even better price. Um, the earnings are coming up November 2nd, so you do have a good while for earnings. Um, the algorithm makes you 11%. Buying and holding makes you 5.7%. Um, uh, you win 32% of the time, and the average win is only 5%. But I will tell you, I, that's because the button hook gets you out late. Uh, I believe that if you get out, you know, buy here at 95, sell at 105, it's a nice, just over 10%, 10% gain on that one. And I think you can get it. Uh, another uh, one that I like is CEG, which is Constellation Energy. This is, I have them for my gas, my natural gas in Atlanta. Um, they are a different um, chart than Duke Energy. This is one that's trading at its 52-week high. Um 
it is significantly up there. Let's look at uh, CEG. Uh, I've never looked at this company before, um, but its PE is 49, so it's a huge, um, huge price that you're paying for it. It is only 3% off its 52-week high. It's 128% off its 52-week low. Year-to-date performance up 112%. Again, it's an energy company. Uh, let's see. Uh, generates and sells electricity in the United States. The company operates through five segments, Mid-Atlantic, New York, and other power regions. It sells natural gas, renewable energy, and other energy-related products. It's an energy company. Of course it's up. So CEG, I like that one. Um, I, I just would be careful with it because, again, it's so far up there. You can see that the purchase that we had um, July 27th for that August run, it never pulled back. It just continued. There's a gap here between 67 and 68 that scares the hell out of me. But I thought I'd bring it up because, again, energy companies and specifically utility companies, that's what they sell. Um, Another utility utility company, Chesapeake, C-H-K-E-L, Chesapeake Energy. Um, this is one that had a cross up. Uh, it crossed up at eighty one eighteen, um, and it's it's another kind of you know just like constellation. It's up there at its fifty two week high. But C H K E L one that I like that I personally own that crossed up is P E P Pepsi. We talked about Coke. Uh, Pepsi's in the same boat. You get a cross up here at 167.18. Uh, are you upset if it goes down to 159? No. 167 is a good, you know, 165 right now is a good entry point for this one. Um, it'll probably trade back up to 170. Uh, in the meantime, you have a great dividend. So I like all of those stocks. Uh, hopefully today you can make some money. Uh, I do see it kind of pulling back, it's kind of going up and down. Um, most likely we'll end the day down. Uh, I do see a little bit of a rally going on. Um, Nasdaq's down 1.3. I think it was down 1.6 earlier. So, uh, I do think we're in the middle of a rally. Uh, my guess is any, anything on the pullback, I would be buying energy today. I would be buying those utilities that I talked about, like Duke energy. Uh, I think that's a good one. So going on YouTube live now, I will talk to you guys later. Enjoy. Have fun.